0: This is Closer to the Fire from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada with a focus on the persecuted church around the world. I'm Greg Musselman. Representatives from 21 countries are asking India to improve the religious freedom of minorities. Human rights groups, including Amnesty International, is condemning increased violence, hate speech, and anti-conversion laws. These laws can be used against minority groups that are not Hindus. That includes Christians, Muslims, and others. Christians who are actively doing humanitarian work or sharing the gospel of Jesus in India can be accused under the anti-conversion laws. Nearly half of India's 28 states now have anti-conversion laws on the books. The agenda of India's national government, the BJP, is to have every state under these anti-conversion laws. And joining me to talk about the recent reports and how these laws are being used against the followers of Jesus and the many challenges facing Christians in India and also the increase of violence against believers. In fact, in a few moments, we're going to show you some video from Chattisgarh State. That's in central India. Uh, some attacks against Christians there he is Nitin Sardar. He is working in central India with Dina Bandhu Ministries, which means friend of the poor. Nitin, thank you again for joining me on Closer to the Fire.
1: Thank you, Craig G., for interviewing me so that you can raise a prayer concern and a lot of prayer warriors uh, where you are. Thank yeah, you. You,
0: yeah, prayer. and Well, thank you. You're welcome. To, great to have you on the program. You know, prayer, of course, is one of the most important things we can do, and we will do that a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, before we talk about some of the recent incidents of things that are going on, how are Christians feeling across India with all these anti-conversion laws continuing to be passed?
1: Anti-conversion law is used against the Christian to keep all the minorities under constant threat. When you talk about attributes of God, the character of God, to when you are sharing the gospel, they are saying you are luring uh, people to become Christian. So you cannot even uh, share about God's character, what He has done, because. When you establish supremacy of Jesus Christ, and He is, uh, His character is flawless. He is a holy God who came from heaven and who comes uh, to earth to save and serve people. So, in Brahminism or other religion, uh, there is no match to Jesus Christ. That's their problem, and when you are describing Jesus Christ and what he has done for entire humanity, uh, they don't have God like Jesus. And so, uh, to uh, persecute Christian and blame Christian, the biggest challenge is, when you bring any discussion on Jesus' level, they don't have anything to offer because there is no one. So to crush the truth, only violence is the way and they are doing that with the help of government, uh, with uh, uh, giving the rumors of uh, false information uh, and uh, talking about that Christians are uh, speaking against the God, different God and Goddess. That's not true. You don't have to criticize any God. You can bring Jesus Christ as He is and share His love message because they don't have a God like Jesus and the uh, Uh, to accept it and admit it it humbly. They are not doing that. So they are kind of saying Christianity is a Western religion. When you become a Christian, you become an anti-national and conversion is a threat to national security. All those things, all the years people died in this country in order to serve and bring development. Look at the hospital look at the education system how mystery came and saw india they have not taken anything from india but now because of the government and the media power they are saying conversion issue is a national threat to india that's they want to uh, communicate uh, to the people and any any evangelist or any pastor who is doing mission work or going and sharing with people he doesn't go with any arm he doesn't have anything he, there are thousands of people in the village and he goes alone the power of gospel is troubling them
0: So, Nitin, when we think about what's going on in India with the anti-conversion laws, which are used to try to stop the spread of the gospel, now we know that uh, that's not going to happen. Jesus said clearly the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, but it is causing loss of life. It is used as intimidation. Uh, Before we get into some of the specific things that are going on, Talk about the anti-conversion law. I mean, it goes, as I understand, back to the 1930s when India was still under British rule. What was the intent of the laws at that time?
1: At that time, if you are luring, you are giving bribe uh, to the uh, to person, then uh, it would are considered that you're forcibly conversion. But throughout the history, there was never forcible conversion or bribe you know, uh, Greg, when people uh, come to know the Lord, they come because they tested the goodness of God. They never come to to Jesus Christ or Christianity because Christianity is offering some material blessing or giving some money. It never happened like that. Any, if you if you go to ruler tribal, and your poor community, even you are changing the diet in the morning or in the afternoon, they, they think three times. But when it comes to conversion, unless they are convicted by the Lord, touched by the Lord, they will not come to Christianity. Most of the conversion, 100% conversion, took place because God has touched their life.
0: Now, we would be against any coercion to become a Christian because we know to follow Jesus, uh, it is an act of your free will. That's the way God wants it. But because Christians are showing the love of Jesus and by practically feeding people, I know that you do a lot of that work, sharing the message of God. uh, But then it is interpreted uh, by those that don't want to see Christianity spread, the radical Hindus that they then are accusing, falsely accusing the Christians of, you know, this coercion. And and again, as followers of Christ, we don't believe in proselytizing, you know, forcing or bribing. We believe in evangelism, surely. Uh, you share the gospel, then people have an opportunity uh, to respond to that. How is this in- intimidation affecting the church in India uh, for believers, especially in these rural communities?
1: rural community where people give their heart to the Lord. There, the masses are going and attacking the church, attacking the people in the church. Uh, They're all the livelihood in the village. Their grains are there. Their cattles are there. But a mob is going and abusing them verbally, beating them with a stick and locking their home and they're chasing out, out of the village. That is going on. And that's why the uh, people, those who are under threat, they want to find safety by going to a different community and to their relatives in different villages. Uh, so, But they are not leaving Christ. They, they are willing to go from their village. They want to leave all the cattle and the household and their farms, small farms, but they don't want to leave, denounce Jesus Christ. They said, we are going to follow that. That is the beauty of these people's faith.
0: That's the you know so impressive of you know many and I've been to India, I've heard uh, stories, met many persecuted Christians and and especially the ones in the rural areas they're willing to give up everything to follow Jesus. They really have an understanding of what it means to take up their cross and follow him in a very practical way. Uh, it should be very inspiring to all of us regardless yeah. of where we live in the world. Well, here's an example of how these anti-conversion laws are being used against Christians. Uh, In late November of this year, numerous arrests took place at a wedding reception being held for the pastor's daughter and son-in-law, acting on accusations from Hindu nationalists in the community. Police raided the gathering at the pastor's house in Azamgarh in Uttar Pradesh, and uh, the host attempted to explain this was just simply a wedding, and that's what it was, and there was a reception taking place, but community members had alleged that a conversion program was taking place And however, the pleas of those that were there were were ignored. Nine pastors uh, were arrested along with the married couple. They were taken to to jail under the anti-conversion law. And unfortunately, Nitin, this is not uh, an isolated case. Because
1: the media, muscle power, political power is with them. So they can bring those kind of allegations. But what happens? Even it is, not true but the pastor and those who were there it takes time uh, to get justice meanwhile uh, people gets uh, people suffer and nobody hears their cry because the facts are crushed and fabricated uh, cases are being presented before the court uh, so things like that it is a completely injustice and uh, uh, the persecution with the sponsored by the government agencies, even the police department and others. So they are targeting even small gathering. They are making those gatherings as a Christian gathering. Even MP, when you are just praying in your home, you are illegal church. You can pray in your own home and worship God. They are so furious and against Christian they want to polarize vote, they want to show they are, uh, somebody has to put down in order to sh- show that we are uh, for uh, uh, like a patriotic uh, citizen of India. So they, either they take Dalit or Muslims or Christians, always uh, they use uh, to polarize the vote and unite uh, Hindus in the name of that, hey, if uh, these people are Christian coming, and we will be no more. Uh, Sometimes they connect to British rule. Uh, that uh, if they are coming here, and if you become a Christian, our our country is going to be in slavery. Going to be in slavery again. Things like that. They are out of proportion. They are uh, communicating to people, spreading false rumor. Even pastor never uh, crush any Hindu god or goddess uh, picture. They will say this. uh, this um, uh, pastor crushed the Hindu god and goddess uh, uh, photo, a picture, and he's insulted, we need to... So, they create themselves a problem and blame uh, to Christians, and Christians get targeted. Even school, all the curriculum is getting changed. Uh, They want to bring all the Hindu myth and mythology, all the stories that they want to take anything about Christianity. All the curriculum from university and from uh, other, uh, the, from kindergarten, everything is changed. And people are frustrated with that. Many people does not want to follow the Hindu mythology, but it is coming in a different form.
0: It's just so difficult for Christians in India. You know, think of the, you know, the day-to-day not knowing if you're going to be arrested. And anytime you're doing something, you know, reaching out to the community, you know, giving food or help or whatever, thinking maybe you could be arrested, uh, the intimidation just goes on and on. And, you know, we really see the misuse of the legislation, and it appears to be spreading even to the northern state of Uttar Pradesh, as I mentioned. Uh, Christian leaders in that area reporting now that more than 200 churches have been shut down down 52 christians arrested during the past few months another leader lamented saying that christians are living under the fear of being targeted and attacked for no reason and police just need to hear a complaint for them to act and then send them to jail under these anti-conversion laws uh it seems to be getting worse
1: it is getting worse because you cannot practice your own faith in your own home and uh, it is a fabricated charges put against in Maharashtra. Uh, they tried all this, uh, but th- throughout the year, not a single case is proved that somebody forcibly converted another person. Not a single case. There's not a single case. There is now they they were uh, accusing that Christians are bribing other people or forcible conversion it never happened it never proved what happened in my case i fought 15 or 16 cases by now and none of the case stood in a, a high court or a district court and they have to release but the time wasted money wasted and you you and your family can be under threat the, the, the people boycott you sometimes you don't get a grocery in the village even if you want to buy sometimes people doesn't want to let you drink water from their well so it, it is a discrimination yeah. uh, it, it is not a one incident it sets a tone for entire village and you can be a corner on one side uh, they will not get a job uh, of, in the village when you are farming or helping each other you you don't get help any help so it is a most loneliest season uh, for the family where sometimes church doesn't come alongside uh, because of the fear that what happened to them can happen to us. When the Graham Staines uh, was burnt alive in Odisha, the fear on the church was so much that no, nobody wanted to go out and share the gospel. So th- to bring fear uh, on people, accuse, and uh, sometimes police will be there but the mob will be persecuting, beating, and nobody wants to stop that. And so the government agency becomes spectator, just watching that and not doing anything to protect the innocent life. Especially, it comes to children. And when it comes to children, you get more softened, and you have to leave the place instead of fighting.
0: Yeah, it it is very discouraging. And uh, again, we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters in India to remain strong. Uh, you know, again, they have so many things coming at them. I mean, we think of Mother Teresa. Everybody loved Mother Teresa. Would she be uh, discriminated against? And could these anti-conversion laws, could they have been used against her? Of course, she had the great mission uh, in Calcutta. I mean, because she was showing compassion. And if people were responding you know, wanting to become Christians, could she have been charged under these anti-conversion laws?
1: There are right-wing people uh, who were uh, accusing her. They doesn't wanted to even recognize uh, her sainthood, but uh, they were saying she was uh, 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 she was uh, sharing uh, Christ and converting people by doing mercy ministry. She was accused. Do you know that she was issued a quit India notice? Quit India notice to quit India, leave India. That quit India frame uh, phrase comes from huh. uh, British background, when the quit India uh, slogan was given by Gandhi and other freedom fighter uh, for against the British. So they use same frame, uh, same phrase. Sorry. Uh, Against Christian that we are anti-national, and this need to be quit. They need to send out of outside of India. So uh, Mother Teresa uh, received uh, notice from the government to quit India. Even she was doing wonderful job, helping people, serving people. Uh, India recognized her as a uh, a great. a person who was serving uh, Indian motherland. But this uh, um, accusation came from right wing and uh, they don't want to observe uh, her death anniversary uh, or pay any respect. Not even her uh, chapter in any of the book, they want to delete that.
0: Wow, I mean that's—I uh, know that'll be surprising to many of those either watching us or listening to us, uh, because Mother Teresa, you know, is considered you know one of the greatest uh, people that you know has lived in recent years and is admired by so many people. I mean, a part of the gospel in sharing the the love of Jesus is to showing kindness. know, I live in Canada. We can go into our inner cities here or wherever people are, uh, you know, rich or poor. But if you're going to people that, you know, are struggling, you know, financially are poor and you're helping them out, giving them clothes, giving them even a, you know, a cup of coffee or something, you're showing love and they respond and say, hey, I want to know why your guys are doing this. Well, we're doing it because we're trying to show the love of Jesus. They respond. Well, in that context, if that's happening in India, that could be, you know, used against them under these anti-conversion laws. I mean, It is so difficult what, uh, you know, followers of Jesus are having to deal with in India. So you not only have the anti-conversion laws, and then you also have, you know, these reports of violence against Christians, uh, which can even lead to death. And uh, as an example, there's an evangelist uh, that was known as Medhaven, and he was burned to death in the Indian state of West Bengal by a mob, including some members of his own family. The evangelist lived in the village of Gopindapur, and he was a sole Christian in his experience extended family, and diligently worked to spread the message of Jesus' love, the gospel message. Well, earlier this year, uh, his children actually destroyed his Bible. They verbally harassed him, and other members of his family pressured him to renounce his faith in Jesus, He refused to do so. And then later that month, his brother in Christ was attending a church service when his wife entered the building and along with others proceeded to beat him, forced him home. Then he was dragged into a nearby forest where his family members and others uh, from the local community poured gasoline all over his body and burned him alive. Nitin, these are, I mean, this is a horrible story, but this is not an isolated story. These things go on all the time in India.
1: Violence is not only taking in rural places of India, remote places of India, but it is in the cities, uh, it is taking place. Mob going, when the worship is uh, going on, uh, they take uh, camera people. And uh, when pastor is preaching, they are beating him. They are breaking uh, the chairs and uh, beating all the believers, those who are there. It is not happening in one place. Many places, some, some places you find report and some places you don't find uh, report. But it is, a, uh, it, is a, it is a strategy of the right-wing people who want to segregate people, divide people and rule. They don't give anything to uh, th- these people, uh, but uh, they use this uh, to humiliate people, yeah. to discriminate people and polarized vote for their own benefit, You, when the uh, election is going on in a different states now, and we are seeing that nobody, the political being, want to touch Christian issues. Nobody want to take uh, even the, the true cases and give justice. So people, those who are uh, getting bitten by, or threatened by, or persecuted by, the persecutor never get caught because the uh, government is not inter, 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 interested uh, in a, in a catching them or giving true justice. So many places, uh, we have seen the judiciary also uh, playing a role on right-wing side but the people, those who, who were caught and put behind the bar when they come out of the... Uh, they get quickly bailed from the court and there is a Mob on political parties coming and garlanding them and honoring them and saying that we did. Even the rapists, those who were caught uh, 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 in the act and brought to the uh, notice of the court, they got bail within a short time, and and people, those who were from high caste, gathered and garlanded them and said. You did right thing, so those kind of things, yeah. the, um, they uh, they get uh, um, support from people, I and mean, it is a uh, it is a conscience. What is the conscience? Is thing uh, as if uh, all the conscience is dead completely, and how can you garland people who 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 perform a very bad act, heinous act in in the humanity? And so things like that, in the name of religion, you can see the blindness uh, people have uh, with the religious uh, glasses, they are looking everything and not understanding what the heinous act these people are performing. So yeah. we need a revelation of God, we need revival of God. And then only, it is not only one system we can fix or one incident we can fix. It is a complete uh, transformation of heart is needed. And our hope is only in God.
0: Yeah, our hope is only in God. And, uh, you know, that God is one that can change uh, the hearts of people, the minds of people. Uh, You know, we've seen it. You've seen it in India. I've seen it as I've traveled the world. Is that those that are persecuting, you know, Christians and doing horrible things, when they encounter Jesus it can turn them right around and that, so that's what we pray. That's why, you know, Jesus told us to pray for those that persecute us, uh, you know, that, you know, again, our hearts would not become cold and hard because of that, but that these people that are doing these horrible things, they don't know what they're doing, that they would come into relationship with Jesus. And I mean, and the other part of the tragedy is, and you've already talked about it a bit, is that even when these cases are reported to police, they often don't do anything. And the story I just talked about, uh, they said, oh, that's just a family situation. We're not getting involved. And that's, you know, that is really, really hard to hear. You know, uh, as we were getting prepared to do this interview, uh, we got a report that 150 Christian families uh, were driven from their tribal villages in Chhattisgarh. Uh, we talked about Chhattisgarh a little bit earlier, a central part of India. Um, and so we're going to show some a video, uh, Nitin, about these attacks. So tell me what we're seeing. Uh, and again, as people are watching the video, uh, that they're going to see some things that are going to disturb them. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to put a link uh, on the show notes so you can watch the interview and see the video Uh, It's not overly graphic, but it is disturbing because we see our brothers and sisters being beat up. So can you tell me why this is happening and and then just describe some of the things that we're seeing?
1: On the 4th of December, uh, Sunday, um, the village meeting was summoned at Moonwall, Near about uh, 150 to 200 people um, pressurized to go uh, to the Christian uh, homes and uh, beat them. So serpent, the head of the uh, village uh, who was a Christian they, they were given two choices. Either denounce the Christianity and stay in the village or accept the Christianity and leave the village. So, so people did not denounce the Christianity or Jesus and they said we are willing to go outside. But they didn't leave, simply let them go peacefully. They started beating. They were, uh, they were beating children, they were wives, and with a heavy sticks, they were uh, beating and uh, chasing them out. Abhizi worked and told them not to come back to the village. And the, the, this is the season where rice can, rice is harvested and people are in harvesting time, Their hard work is gone in vain and the villages left empty-handed, leaving their cattle, their homes even locked by the militant group and chase them out of outside of India, outside of the village. Now they are looking places where they can find shelter, go to their relative. There also they want to target and make sure that they will not have any place to live, things like that. Is happening and it, it is a terrifying for, for other. And what they do, they are publicizing this thing that we are um, chasing out the Christian people, those were anti national, and the people will not uh, feel bad about their act, their cruelty, uh, because they are uh, given different lens to see this uh, situation. Yeah. They were anti national, they were wrong people. And so, fabricated reports, they are publishing privately and so that the Christian, even though they have kind-hearted serving people, will not get any support. So, they are choking their support, they are isolating them, and they are um, getting persecuted with no help. So, this is time, I feel, to stand with the people, those who are displaced by the persecution, and stand with them and... Uh, pray that the rest of the church, like in Maharashtra, in, in India, uh, will serve this uh, community, those are, because people are watching. When persecution comes, how Christians act. And sometimes, when we don't stand with the persecuted church, we lose big testimony.
0: Right, and that's really a part of our, you know, job as it were, is to be praying to stand with our brothers and sisters. You know, one of the things, Nitin, that really caught my attention as I watched the video was, it was really hard to see, um, but is the response of the Christians. They stood there, they didn't retaliate, and it actually was bringing tears to my eyes because I thought, here they are, our brothers and sisters, they are taking this abuse and they are just standing strong in the midst of it. And you know, it was both difficult to see, but also incredibly inspiring uh, the way that, you know, they were there and they were taking, you know, the beatings and they weren't retaliating. And I mean, I don't know how you felt when you see these things, but uh, I I know that you work with persecuted Christians. I know the challenges you have as well, but what was your response when you saw the video and just, I saw humility within these brothers and sisters as they were being Unjustly beaten,
1: they didn't. They, they, their response was like Jesus. Yeah, when he was crucified, and the way the Lord forgave uh, the people, those who are putting nail in his hand, and they, I, I felt that like the spirit of the Lord is in them. The way the calmness they had, uh, and they, the, the way they left village, leaving everything and trusting God in that difficult moment. I was in tears. I felt, and I called some people in Chhattisgarh, and said, can we do something during Christmas time for all these 66 yes. families? Whatever, whatever we can do, we want to come and help and serve these people, because they are valuable souls, and we cannot, we cannot keep them under that kind of environment. Even they are displaced, they can come to Maharashtra, or we can Help them to find different place where they can educate their children and some jobs for them. But the, the court cases is being fought, and some of the judges are giving some help. What happened when uh, this kind of thing happened? Unless there is a police uh, presence in the village, like they, they have to install police station, so that these people can repatriate back yeah. to their village. If that is not happened, their life is not in, uh, they are not out of danger. So uh, some of the cases, judges are given the uh, direct instruction to the police department, home department, to build small um, uh, police station in order to keep watch and then the peace and harmony can be maintained. If police is not there, it is very hard. But we have to find different mechanism to help these people and honor them, wash their feet and tell them that you did a wonderful job by standing strong in that persecution. Think about when the father is getting bitten, what little child is saying, it is traumatized. He gets fear so much, a terrified child. So many innocent children are suffering because of that. They didn't get direct persecution or beating, but uh, what they have seen happening to their parents was terrible, very terrible.
0: It is very terrible, and, you know, I, they would probably wonder, okay, well, where is God in all this? But we we saw God in the midst of even yeah. beatings, uh, but for children to understand that, uh, you know, again, we we pray for the families that this would not turn them away from jesus but it would turn them towards jesus and to continue yeah. to love those that are you know going through this and uh, it, it's again hard to see uh we see the increase of persecution in india uh these laws we've been talking about the violence and yet the lord is still working in a powerful way um we need to stand with them uh you know the bible's clear if one part of the body suffers we all suffer together. Anit and I we talked about it right off the top. The most important thing we can do is pray. As we're praying for our brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit often moves upon our hearts, and then we want to uh, do the practical things that we can. So before we pray, uh, is there anything else you'd like to share?
1: I was in Delhi, and I met my very close friend who had been to Punjab. In Punjab, thousands and thousands of people coming to know the Lord wow. today. God is touching uh, the hearts of people, healing, demon casting. Even uh, as one case uh, was told, a particular name, uh, that his dead body was brought to the uh, church and the people were starting praying. First finger started shaking then hand wow. and when the prayer, prayer goes up, and this guy uh, became alive. And they, they were sharing that testimony. There is a uh, unity in the church. There is a generosity. They don't want any money for any, from anywhere. They are pouring out there. They are feeding people every day. And the gospel message is touching many lives. Thousands and thousands. In India Today magazine quoted 600,000 people came to know the Lord. I can send you that um, magazine, complete magazine, which is a PDF form uh, you can share. So, God, no moment. Punjab is known for the uh, highest uh, uh, production of wheat uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, milk, and the wealthy, a lot of people outside of India gone, especially Canada and UK and others. Uh, So, the wealthy state, and it, it was a state, every home there was a drug. Uh, problem. Many youngsters were in the drug addiction. So, women are praying and uh, pastors are going, but it is not outside the people. God is revealing Himself to their understanding. My friend, Mr. Uh, Chandrakhan Shori, uh, he's a senior leader. Um, He went to Punjab for 10 days, village after village. He heard so many stories. And he was witnessing them. He speak Punjabi, Hindi, and English. But he said, it was the greatest joy to see how God is working, to learn His ways. And there was no outside of force that was doing this. It was the inside. The Holy Spirit was working, is working today in Punjab. And government cannot stop that. When God does this kind of thing, uh, the move of the Holy Spirit, uh, the revival is coming. People are turning from the drugs and God is giving them deeper satisfaction of, and joy uh, without drug in His fellowship. Uh, and the people are singing songs and uh, there are worship going on. Every village, those who are touched, uh, they are small churches. And there is no church building. They are house churches and sometimes they are little tent. But God is doing wonderful things uh, and these people are generous, whatever they have, as if it, it is acts is happening. Whatever beyond my need is God's, and it is it be, it belong to a needy person. And That's the thumb rule they are using. And God, the Holy Spirit, giving the spirit of generosity out of for their poverty, whatever they have, they are offering to God. So it is a powerful, powerful thing
0: wow well that's what keeps uh, you going it keeps us all going and doing the ministry to persecuted christians is because when we talk about you know violence and beatings and laws that try to stop the spread of the gospel but you're right the government can't stop it the enemy can't stop it they certainly can do a lot of damage and we see that in the personal lives of people that's why you know, Voice of the Martyrs and other ministries what you're doing exists is to help our brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, thank you for sharing those stories because that helps us to bring it into perspective. Again, God is in control and he is moving. Nitin, can you lead us in prayer for our brothers and sisters in India?
1: The heavenly father, we come before you in Jesus name. Lord, we thank you for your grace your mercy, your provision, your protection. Lord, we uh, bring our persecuted brother from Chhattisgarh, UP, and Lord Uttarachal, Uttarakhand, and I pray, Father, even in the Punjab, Lord, I pray that those who are going through severe su- suffering and persecution, Lord, I pray you draw close to them, Jesus. Wipe every tears they have, and Lord, I pray that give them the joy to stand for you and suffer for you and lord i thank you for the response of this new believer uh, those who were persecuted getting beaten but not retaliating or or revolting against that but calmly accepting the beating lord and leaving the villages i pray father you reward them for their faithfulness watch mm-hmm. over them lord Let many generations will Uh, No, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the Lord of love who is a living God and whose strength, whose grace is enough for us. So, Lord, I pray that you give courage to all the persecuted church, Lord, to stand in this difficult situation, Lord, and give them courage, Lord, to talk about you. And thank you because blessed are those who persecuted for you Uh, They are your children, Lord, and they will be comforted. That is your promise, Lord. Lord, we pray, Father, the church who is uh, watching, Lord, uh, give the spirit of generosity to stand with the persecuted church and serve them, Lord, and care for them, their children's education, their livelihood, their homes. Lord, we pray that bring enough love in the existing church to take care of Our new believers, new friends, new families, brothers and sisters in you, Lord. And Lord, show the rest of the world that hurting and wounded family, we care. We don't just push them back or we don't avoid them, but we we welcome them, Lord. Mm -hmm. No matter what consequences may be, Lord, we pray, Father, the existing church will come alongside and suffer with the suffering church, Lord. We thank you, Father, uh, for your grace. You are ruling, Lord. You are going to bring transformation in India. You are going to change the entire system, Lord, by your grace and by your power, for India's good and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Nitin. So appreciate all you're doing uh, in India, uh, serving our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, showing compassion. I even, I know you face, you know, face personal danger yourself, uh, but you continue to do the work. So God bless you. Thank you for all you're doing. And uh, for those listening, uh, please rate this podcast or write a review. Let your friends know. We want to raise up more prayer for our brothers and sisters in Christ in India and right around the world to help in practical ways. Uh, You know, as Nitin was saying, God is working in the midst of persecution. And uh, so, again, tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, We have the Closer to the Fire app. Uh, You can get that and uh, listen anytime and pass it on to your friends. So we thank you so much for doing. If you'd like to find out more about the work of the Voice of the Martyrs Canada, go to vomcanada.com. And like our brothers and sisters in India... The closer you are to Jesus, the closer you are to the fire.